2: GLers, it's Reavers here in the Garage Logic Podcast Studios. The mayor and the boys are out today, so you're stuck with me in what will be a best of the Garage Logic Podcast, brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores, by the way. And this one is listener inspired. We got an email, this was a couple of weeks ago, I believe. Uh, Joe read this on the show from listener Brian in Fairbanks, Alaska, and he said the following. Sooch, a couple of months ago, I had my truck stolen here in Alaska. Inside my truck was my Best of Garage Logic CD, the one that we were giving away, I believe, at Fleet Farm for our 20th anniversary. Is there a a way, excuse me, that I can order another copy of that? I've been looking for that on the website and I've not been able to find it. If you folks can direct me to the right location to get another one, I would greatly appreciate it. On another note, and I would know that you probably don't want to hear this one, but if the rookie ever did a CD just on the best of him as Jesse Ventura, I would pay good money for that. So would I, Brian. So would I. Uh, anyway, so what we're going to do is compile that CD that Brian lost for this particular episode of the Best of Garage Logic podcast. Thank you so much once again for tuning in. We needed a lighthearted episode after what we've been basically discussing these past couple of weeks. Uh, so here it is, the Best of Garage Logic.
1: Did you ever watch Hollywood Squares? Loved the Hollywood Peter Marshall? I never saw it. Oh, it was a great show. What was it on in the daytime?
3: One? Uh, it reminds me of being sick, so it must have been. Right,
1: because daytime TV gives me an anxiety attack. Right. I can't watch it. Yeah. And anything on at 6.30, I can't watch. <laughs> somebody named Peter Marshall was the host, right? At the time, yeah. Peter was a good host. A guy named Joe Solomon sent me some original. Apparently, these are a uh, game show uh, from the original Hollywood Squares TV show. These were the responses by the panel to certain questions asked by Peter Marshall. Okay. Now, some of them I think are so good, you can't
3: tell me they weren't scripted. Right. My theory with Hollywood Squares is they have a list of 50 questions, mm-hmm. and no matter who gets the question asked, they just you know mark off two, three, four. Well, what, what, was the, what was the contest? Was, you were... The contest is you got an X and an O. Peter Marshall says, okay, Paul Lynn in the center square, uh, what is the makeup of water? Right. And he would say H2O, or he uh. would say VFW, and the guy would say, I agree or disagree.
1: So there was a like a civilian
3: in there who had- Right, it. two people, and when they matched, they would get the X or the Y. Boy, o. what an
1: exciting game. Yeah, it was Peter fun. Marshall. Fabulous prizes. To Paul Lind. Paul, yeah. can you get an elephant drunk? Paul Lind. Yes, but he still won't go up to your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Marshall. According to Cosmo, if you meet a stranger at a party and you think he's really attractive- is it okay to come out directly and ask him if he's married? And Rosemarie answered, "No, wait until morning." <laughs> now, is that or that's is that spontaneous? Do you think, or was she Boy, set up for that? You know, Rosemarie, she was clever, but Charlie Weaver was on there. All right, let's Peter that... Marshall. Which of your five senses tends to diminish as you get older? Charlie Weaver, my sense of decency. <laughs>
3: I have a, uh, a sneaking suspicion that was uh, that was written out. Peter Marshall. Yeah.
1: In Hawaiian, does it take more than three words to say, I love you? Vincent Price responds, no, you can say it with a pineapple and a 20.
3: <laughs> Come on, that's, that's, that's not
1: really bad. That's good. That's not Vincent,
3: bad. The late, great Vincent Price. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Peter Marshall. Prometheus was tied to the top of a mountain by the gods because he had given something to man mm. what did he give us paul lind i don't know what you got but i got a sports shirt <laughs> why didn't i watch this show <laughs> i don't know what you, you got watch. but i got a sports shirt <laughs>
3: oh, it's on game pretty, show network i believe that late at pretty night good Peter Marshall,
1: what are do it, I can help, and can't get enough. George Gobel, I don't know, but it's coming from the next department. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I don't know. I, can. Oh, I don't even know what are what is that. What are do it, I can help and can't get enough. I don't even know what the proper answer I don't would know. have been.
3: But it's coming.
1: from But the George Global said, "I don't know, but it's coming from the next apartment." <laughs> Peter Marshall, according to Jaja, right. does black look sexy on a woman? Mm-hmm. Red Fox, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Peter
1: Marshall, uh, if you found someone lying unconscious in the street, should you do anything? george gobel i'd probably crawl around him i guess <laughs> uh, tom yeah
5: what's up well joe i uh at one time did uh write questions for hollywood squares i worked for heater quigley oh yeah and, and they do in fact uh they did i should say uh, prompt certain of the uh of the squares like uh definitely before the program uh, they would uh, get together with uh Cliff Arquette who was Charlie Weaver or uh uh some, you know uh and let them know what the question was going to be. Mm-hmm. And uh it didn't have any bearing on the game. In other words,
3: uh
5: that didn't affect how the contestant would answer.
3: Mm-hmm. So they
5: just to make a more interesting show and, and so they uh,
3: could disagree or agree. Exactly. And Paul Lynn, uh,
5: uh, you didn't have to coach him at all. I mean, he genuinely was just a funny guy.
1: Well, some of these are truly funny. Oh, yeah.
5: And Wally Cox, who used to be on the show, uh, he uh, knew absolutely nothing about show business. So right. they'd always give him a show business question. Right. And and he'd uh, stumble and fall. But, uh, yeah, it, they were coached, but it uh, it, was a, it was a fun group of people. Were, uh, Peter Marshall was, in fact, a nice guy.
1: Tom, thank you. My pleasure. All right, thank you. Listen to this one now. Mm hmm. Peter Marshall, Paul, why do Hell's Angels wear leather? Paul Lind, because chiffon wrinkles too easily. (laughs) (laughs) Peter Marshall, Charlie, you've just decided to grow strawberries. Are you going to get any during your first year? Charlie Weaver, of course not, Peter. I'm too busy growing strawberries.
0: (laughs) Peter Marshall,
1: in bowling, what's a perfect score? Rosemarie, Ralph the Pin Boy, (laughs) (laughs) Peter Marshall. Is it considered in bad? It is considered in bad taste (laughs) to discuss two subjects at nudist camps. Yeah. One is politics. What is the other? Paul Lynn. (laughs) tape measures.
3: That's, these are too good not to be coached. Come on. Oh, Paul Lynn probably could pick his Peter up. Marshall.
1: True or false? Yeah. A peak can last as long as 5,000 years. George Goebel. Boy, it sure seems that way sometimes. God, this must have been a hell of a show. Oh. Oh, Another one, Goble might have been it, the funniest. He played listen it so straight. To, listen to this one. Peter Marshall, mm-hmm. back in the old days when great-grandpa put horseradish on his head, what was he trying to do? George Goble? get it into his mouth. Easily amused. That's funny because I can
3: see a guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's being tortured because he can't get it in there. Oh, oh. oh my god. Oh. 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 oh.
1: Peter oh. Marshall. Mm-hmm. According to Movie Life magazine, Anne Margaret. Would like to start having babies soon, but but her husband wants her to wait a while. Why? Paul, he's out of town. (laughs) my God.
3: Look <laughs> at that lump. What you got to find when this show's on for me. All right, I will. Is, is there a the cable network that Game has show this? network has got to be carried. They carry Match Game 77, almighty. for crying out loud. <laughs> He's uh. out of town.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Peter Marshall. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> James Stewart did it over 20 <clears throat> years ago when he was 41 years old. Insert your own punchline. Now he says, it was one of the best things I ever did. What was it? Marty Allen. Mm -hmm. Rhonda Fleming. (laughs) (laughs) Marty Allen is the guy that we thought looked like Remember we had a, that day. We had to find out who Marty Allen was because he looked just like some politician or something. Uh,
3: yes, remember do. that. I forget who the politician. Remember, ones, though. Remember, remember that. I remember. Peter
1: Marshall. Yeah. Jackie Gleason recently revealed that he firmly believes in them and has actually seen them on at least two occasions. What are they? Mm-hmm. Charlie Weaver, his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes! Why that was funny. Get that it was funny. W- you know, why is this the simple things, Matt? It wasn't. They're it the wasn't, funny things. You know. They're the funny yeah. things. <laughs>
2: schoonover bodyworks in shoreview they have been with us for quite some time here in garage logic and they are a wonderful shop third generation body shop up there in shoreview minnesota schoonoverbodyworks.com is their website and mike schoonover is on the line with us today mike sorry uh the dum-dums aren't here today but you have to put up with me if that's okay that's awesome, Chris.
6: I always <laughs> like talking to you.
2: Fantastic. That's because you are the absolute best. And speaking of being the absolute best, next Saturday is a pretty big day uh, for the Schoonover family because it's the annual Play for Patrick event. Please tell us and the GLers more about that that uh, special event.
6: Well, thanks, Chris. Yeah, on uh, Saturday, October 30th, we're going to have uh, our 23rd Heart Screen at Eastview High School in Apple Valley. and and so uh, after Patrick passed away in 2014, he had, uh, we found out that he had undetected heart conditions and we, uh, we couldn't just stand around and, and uh, do nothing. So we decided to start a foundation in his honor and help other families uh, find issues with their kids. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's why we, we host these screens.
2: And it's a, and I, I know it's a, like I said, a special event for you for your family, and, and I know you are getting feedback from a lot of other families that have probably uh, you probably benefited along the way with the play for Patrick event.
6: Yeah, absolutely. So we'll uh, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, medical volunteers and, and regular volunteers there looking at these kids, and we're gonna do uh, height and weight and check their uh, their electrical uh, rhythm of their heart with the EKG, and then we're gonna check their structural. Uh, build of their heart to see if they have any f- uh, physical defects with their heart, uh, which is what Patrick had, mm-hmm. and then uh, they get to talk to a doctor and uh, go over the results. And uh, we're gonna teach them how to do CPR and how to use an AED. And and um, it's really a good day. It's a lot of fun, and and uh, we get a lot out of it. And and we have found, uh, you know, we've 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 like I said, I think this is our going to be our twenty third heart screen, and we've screened I don't know thirty six hundred kids and found. 220-some-odd kids with uh, high blood pressure and almost 250 kids with uh, abnormal electrical structural issues to their heart. So what we're doing, I think, is paying off, so uh, we're looking forward to it.
2: And it's for all young adults 14 to 24 years old. And again, that's Saturday, next Saturday, October 30th from 9 to 4 at Eastview High School. Uh, down there in apple valley and mike uh, events like this is what makes you the absolute best and uh, all the best to you and your family and uh, at glers you know the place to go if you need any type of work done in your vehicle choose the place that garage logicians choose and that's schoonoverbodyworks.com mike you're the absolute best and it's been a treat man
6: thanks chris i appreciate it you bet
1: headphones, he says. I'm sorry. He's, look at this guy. In my headphones, he said to me, turn to channel 11. I hadn't clicked it off Lori yet. Maury Povich. What are they? I don't know. Are they babies? <laughs> they're babies that weigh about 500 pounds. And they're But they're walking around in their
3: diapers, but they're bigger than adults. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, but I knew you would react that oh, way. Oh. And... Oh, no, I just had just to.
1: terrible. Now I'm going back to my weather map. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they're off
3: now. They're no longer on, okay. so stay here, God. people. Right I mean, here.
0: Don't, you know, I won't. We're I'm turning it off. we
3: are trying to do a radio show and you're
1: telling I'm people to turn it off It's right oxymoronic. Now. I'm back to the weather, man. I have the weather. Channel
3: 13, I've got uh, the weather. Me too, and
1: all weather has moved east to our neighbors. (laughs) It was just... (laughs) But I'm going to check it during the break. No. No, no, I'm not. Just, I (laughs) got to take a break. Just get out of here. Soup season is not only approaching, let's uh, call it for what it is. It has arrived, and Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats has the widest and best selection of soup meats around. And don't forget that when you're there, it's a great excuse to load up on everything. The meatloaf, the original meatloaf, town ball in Minnesotan. Football season is brat season. Geller's grill all year round. You can really spike up your tailgate and football parties with Grunhoffer's world-famous brats, over 139 flavors. Two locations, the original Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats in Hugo, just north of Hugo on Highway 61, and the new Grunhoffer's location in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just east of Interstate 35. People are coming from miles around, all over the world, to get the Grunhoffers' old-fashioned meats. Now, I told you uh, that I was at Leech Lake.
3: Yes, Leech Lake, and you said it was a terrible name, and I agree. Well, it's a
1: wonderful lake. Mm -hmm. Just a great
3: lake. I'm trying to think if I've ever been there. I'm sure you haven't.
1: But can you think of anything that you would not want on you worse than a leech?
3: Uh, no. A leech scares, well, a, a tick, but I guess a tick would be behind a leech. But leech has the additional
1: connotations of, of you know, blood sucking, sucking right, and, and right. just, you know, uh, scary, you know. So we tried to come up with the names of lakes right. that would be worse than right. leech, you know, Bo- boil lake. Yeah. Boy, a lake would not right. be. Clear. Here are the ten lakes with names worse than Leech. Right? Okay, these lakes have all have names that are worse than Leech Lake. That's how I would say it. Right, yeah. phlegm. See, would you want to go swimming in no. Phlegm Lake?
3: It, it's, if it's spelled with a ph, I don't think so. It's oh, phlegm. Oh man, no way. Yeah. Sputum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. See, you wouldn't want any part of that, would you?
3: I'd, uh, I think I would got move. a
1: big muskie out of sputum. <laughs> Over the weekend, <laughs> Blood,
3: Blood Lake. I'd probably this was your contribution. I'd find another lake to go camp at, Blood. And fish in.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Blood Lake. Blood. I got a cabin up on uh, up on Blood. That's what you, you have to. Maybe you want to come up for the weekend. That's what
3: you have to. You have to put in that perspective. Sure. You're telling it, Hey, where's your lake? All up, right, we're up
1: at Blood. We got a nice place <laughs> up at Blood. <laughs> Can you see the reaction? You know
3: you just moved yeah. into town. You yeah. say where are you go? Well we're packing it up. We got a big cabin on Blood But see, that would be good
1: maybe because then nobody would bother you, you know. Right. Could can you come up to Blood this weekend? Uh no, uh, we gotta go to a you know, a confirmation or something.
3: What were you swimming in? Blood
1: Lake. <laughs> e. coli. No. No. See you you know Yeah, I got my jet ski up on E. coli. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean that's the thing Leech does to you. That's how right. powerfully bad the name is, you know.
3: It's a foul. I mean, just the the audio sound is bad.
1: Infection.
3: Lake Infection. Lake
1: Infection. Where's your brother? He's got a place up on infection.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's on the
1: north arm there.
3: Yeah, they're pulling crappies out of Lake Infection like you wouldn't believe this year. (laughs) Fry them up right on shore. Rat.
1: (laughs) You know what? There probably is a rat lake.
3: There probably is, but would you go to Rat Lake? No, I wouldn't. Right. Well that would be the point of naming. Oh sure, if you want to keep people away, you tell the people, "Hey, listen, uh, we're going to head up to Rat Lake. You kids want to go?" No, I don't want to go. Or there there's new development on Rat Lake. It's probably not very popular. Yeah. Where were we? Rat. Uh, I think you had read off the name Rat Lake Ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> My perception of Ghetto Lake yeah. is fun though, and, yeah, but I just you know a lot of and... people wouldn't probably, you know, build new development on no. Ghetto
1: Lake urine lake that wouldn't that wouldn't
3: wasn't well, that was almost one of the great lakes but then the huron then changed they changed it to, it to Rat, huron, huron right. a little more uh, yeah. easy to visit leper see that
1: you know you really doesn't you know you don't think of anything uh
3: that's what you have to think you put right. it in terms of hey where's your cabin
1: it's up on leper
3: what <laughs> does not work for me
1: you got a boat up there no, we got a pontoon.
3: Yeah, the handle keeps falling off. We got
1: a pontoon, <laughs> but it, uh, it's corroded. There's something wrong with it. Uh, but here's the number one worst name for a lake. All right. You know, when you're trying to think of names of lakes worse than Leech Lake. You know. Right. Right? Right. Puss.
0: Ooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to me, that would be a worse name. Right. You don't want leech, to go on. You'd take, you'd take leech over pus.
3: Right. Right. Hey, speaking of lakes, yeah, I got the lake detective.
1: Hello, L.D. Hello, hello, Joe. Just a minute. You bet. Just a minute. Of course, it'll only take me, oh, you know. There you go.
4: <laughs> all right. Got more than that. <laughs> all right, now
1: take it down. L.D. Yes. Uh, the blue water of Lake Okaboji. Right. What is that all about?
7: Uh, it has to do a lot. You know, it's, uh, there's a lot of limestone in the area. They do get some calcium carbonate precipitates, and uh, with a light precipitate, it gives you kind of a light gray, almost a bluish look.
1: All right. The and, man has never been stumped, Garage Logic's yeah. own lake detective. And I was uh, at Leech Lake, which I happen to think is a wonderful lake, by yeah. the way, but Absolutely. really is saddled with a poor name.
7: It is, but it could have been worse, Joe. Yeah. Here's the, here's the original name. Yeah. It's the Ojibwe name. It's Gasaga Gasaga Makeg Sagagan. Really? Really? which means the place of the Leech Lake, and Nicolet wrote back in the uh, 1830s that uh, this, this name implies that its waters contain a remarkable number of leeches.
1: And I, apparently that is true.
7: Actually, they do. They have a, a, a certain species up there that's about 11 or 12 or 13 inches long.
1: And uh, is there any particular reason why that lake would be more leech-infested than others?
7: Well, it has has exactly the right conditions for the leeches to hide, as they have not done as those, that species of leech hasn't done nearly as well in other lakes, although they're probably, they are in other lakes as well. They just aren't as common.
1: Right. Uh, can you think of some names of lakes that are worse than leech?
7: I'll tell you what, you hit some of them. There actually are some rat lakes. In fact, there's a whole bunch of rat lakes, but... <laughs> They are generally named for muskrats. Right. So there's a basis
1: for that. Well see, muskrat doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> no, I think that was better. There are some new ones now coming in. You wouldn't want really you wouldn't want a cabin on any place called Septic Lake.
7: That'd be that'd be a bad oh, name. Yeah. Maggot
1: Lake. That Maggot. wouldn't that wouldn't work. <laughs>
3: no. Maggot or Septic or Milfoil. Lake Milfoil Lake people milfoil would stay out of. Th-
7: but, but some of those like Boner could, Lake, that, no, that that's that nothing. wouldn't be popular. Wouldn't not a be, good big. Well, maybe yeah, for yeah, the could work college with crowd. a and
1: crowd. <laughs> right, yes. right.
7: But some of these lakes, for example, like Green Lakes, they're not really green. What happens is, like there's a Green Lake up in Caddo uh, County. Mm-hmm. That was named because the tr- the water was so clear it reflected the trees from the shoreline, mm-hmm. so sometimes a little bit misleading.
1: Well, lake. green is a, is a lovely uh, name of a lake compared to leech. <laughs> and I don't want to get in trouble with the leech lake, people, because, again, I think it's a great body of water.
7: It's Absolutely.
1: But I we were sitting about. around trying to think of names <laughs> that would be – I mean, when you think of all the creatures in Minnesota you don't want on your skin, leech would be right at the top That's, of the list. Top of my list. Yeah. But they're no big deal, really, are they, No, LD? they're not. You know,
7: you know they, have that little, um, they have that little chemical that keeps things from clotting, so once you, when you pull them off, you do bleed for a little while, but right. perfectly natural.
1: And uh, are you on a case now, sir?
7: Yes, I am. I'm heading up to Detroit Lakes tomorrow. We are we're aerating a wetland area using a solar-powered aerator.
1: Well, uh, uh, please stay in <laughs> touch with us. The man has never been stumped. All right, Joe. He's Garage Logic's own lake detective. Thank you, we'll sir. Stay in touch. Right. Bye now. a man who leads a life of
3: danger. Infested. <laughs> uh, to everyone, bad lake
1: names. And We could go on forever, we, right. we tried to come up with the most revolting. Pus, lake syringe. pus does it for me.
3: Lake syringe is bad. Syringe is not good. <laughs> you wouldn't want to walk barefoot on the uh, lake bed of Lake syringe.
1: Well, I would take the kids up to syringe for the weekend. <laughs> you know, throw them off the dock.
3: <laughs> But that's what's well. You funny. might as well
1: name a lake then. Medical but waste. Next
3: time, next time, you talk to someone about that, and I'm going to try this. Yeah, I am. You know, maybe just someone that once. possibly didn't hear the show. Yeah, I'm going to. Pre- I don't have a cabin, but I'm going to pretend I do. Yeah, and I'll get into a conversation, right. and I'm going to use one of those just to see what the right. reaction is.
1: We got a place up on pus. <laughs> Yeah, you could come up anytime you want,
3: but you have to throw pus or Puss lake in. Uh, right, uh, pus lake up by it's right off of, well, outside I had of the, McGregor.
1: Sure, I had the kids swimming in Puss last week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and you got a jet ski up there. Jet and skis you just don't work going. well on pus. No,
3: Lake you know? Leopard, uh they got a lot of sandbars. Right. On but Leopard. that seat, that's that's like one of those tricks you play in an elevator. You know,
1: <laughs> I got new socks on. You could be on an elevator and and uh, say, you know, yeah, we we were up at the cabin. Up at Pus. Where's your... <laughs>
3: the other kid drowned in Blood Lake. It oh, wasn't. It was God. pretty bad. That, that blood is even worse than Pus. Blood Lake is really so thick. was a lot of muck. Flam isn't good either. No. Oh, <laughs> God. Phlegm, I haven't seen that one on the map. Well, it's been around. Not a lot of people know about it. It's yeah. uh, not a. cabins Were you up near it.
1: McGregor? Yeah.
3: yeah. Not a lot of cabins on no, the
1: it. this year. You're the only one out there, aren't you, on phlegm. <laughs> yeah. Flams. yeah. Oh, man. Spooky old rookies, the only one out there with a cabin on phlegm. <laughs> well, anyway, who did this? Who got this website uh, from I believe how it was Dibble
3: because she just came. Uh, we got a couple of emails on it, and she brought one in here too.
1: Well, it just answers everything you want to know. You know, how does your sense of smell work? How do they make cotton candy? What does the name WD-40 stand for? How does snoring work? Well, what's, I don't really care. What's, they, a-
3: what's h SW. Oh, how stuff works. A doy.
1: Don't, don't. Add that to your list of things not to say. All right? Moron number two. Well, there's a wow, oo, and doy. I wish I could find it. Yes, I can. What?
6: I'm going to tell you something. You better start getting more personally involved in your work, or I'm going to stab you through the heart with a pencil. Do you understand me? Yes, sir.
1: Why do some appliances have two prongs on their outlets, and some have three? Well, because some are grounded.
3: Hmm. Right? I wouldn't
1: even know that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is a nice website. <clears throat> it's by somebody named Marshall Brain, HowStuffWorks.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's in it for him? Uh, it's the cool site of the year. 1998, it won some award as cool site of the year, the coolest site on the Internet. Well, okay. Well, there's got to be something in it for a sure, guy. Is here it we some go.
3: guy just sitting around his house? No, HowStuffWorks and- uh, is a production of BYG Publishing. So they probably have a book or two out, but have decided that they to. Have- Come are you? <laughs> Jeez, are you okay? I just fell. <laughs> oh, you're one of those. Oh no, tits. no. Yeah, sure, you enjoy the fact that I'm hurt. If you would have been clutching your heart, I would have called nine one one, but I would have stayed in here laughing. I'm not... <laughs> what were you doing? I'm
1: trying to get the retrieve the internet thing. It went on the floor, and, you, and I went. Did you
3: I, throw it? I went over. I looked down. Yeah, sure. Byg Publishing, Sooch, <laughs> are you there? <laughs> Hello. Okay, hey, this is, (laughs) you know, Garage Logic. You got to love it. Yeah.
2: Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold.
4: Joe, love your show. Thank you. I got to fire up a 25-horse Johnson on a 14-foot... Alumacraft Craft Lunker 14. Well, how new is the motor? That's an 88. Well, big deal. Oh, no. It's, it's a big deal nothing. to me. What's nothing? I'm on vacation, man. Well, well, is the prop in a barrel of water? No, no. I got the hose going. Hang on. All All right. Here we go. 88? Yep. Got Let me go going. start my
0: car. Okay, then. All right. All
4: right. what happens when you don't run them with water. They'll blow up. You know, he was going on vacation. He's probably got an early jump start on the weekend, if Man, you know what I mean. I and, think uh, I do. Hey, can I start an 88-20, hey, Pally? You know, maybe a 1948 five-horse, right. that would have been interesting. Or a 99, you know, brand
3: new, has never been started yet. No,
4: that wouldn't work no, either. Doesn't that work either? You know,
3: Why you know, not a new one? Huh? Why not a new, brand well, I mean, new one? The whole point
4: of starting stuff usually is guys start interesting stuff. I grant you, I'm glad his CI is in there with motor, but an 88 25-horse Johnson ain't that big of a deal. Especially in this state where there's a fighting uh, chance that about three out of four people on every block have a 25-horse Johnson for, uh, that's uh, whatever. How about you? Oh, great. How about I go start my car? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it'd be about the same impact. Here, right. give me a microphone. I'll run out and start my 1995
1: car. Jeez Louise. Oh. Schmelz Countryside, Volkswagen, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. And Fiat is one of the last Twin Cities truly family-owned dealers. They don't own 40 stores. This is multi-generational. They've been on that location in Maplewood on the corner of Highway 36 and 61 for more than 50 years. I've been shopping there for at least that long, and my father did prior to me. And right now, zero for up to 36 months on all new Volkswagen vehicles, with the exception of the ID4, 0% for up to 72 months on Fiat's and 0% for up to 48 months on Alfa Romeo models. Inventory is uh, really a prized thing in this uh, car market this day and age. Check out the inventory at SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzFiat.com, and Alpharomeo.com. I think Wednesday night is mine. shift. Yep. You've had a couple, haven't yes, you? Yes, I had two already. And I, I got a little tip today out of the paper, what I'm going to tell uh, customers. Yes. I'm going Every tree they look at, I'm going to say... That the uh, it really holds its needles, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
3: That's gonna be your Columbo clothes. That's it. One gonna, more thing. Uh... Uh, this
1: thing really holds its needles. <laughs> I don't care what kind it is.
3: They, Balsam free. Whatever it,
1: whatever. When they ask me anything special about this tree, I'm gonna say, well. this one really holds its needles." Because I was reading about. <sighs> uh, in the uh, Star Tribune today, I was reading about the Fedorowski family. Okay. They've been selling Christmas trees since 1926.
3: Quite some time, 80 plus. Well, 70.
1: you know, as the generations have come and gone, they've they've kept selling Christmas trees. All right. And, uh, and I started reading, uh, Stan Fedorowski uh, was, was talking about the various kinds of Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. And invariably, no matter what kind it is, he threw in there. They all hold their needles. <laughs> oh, Scotch pine, he says. We cut them first because they hold their needles well, they best. They hold their needles, and then it gets down. He says, uh, "Balsam fir mm-hmm. holds the needles." Mm-hmm. Um, Fraser fir, the needles hold
3: on forever. All right, those are the best. Flock. They don't talk about the needles now. He does say, "You know a to fl- you know? To, can I tell you about a flock tree though?" Yeah. Really holds its needles. Does it?
1: Yeah. Well, sure, because they're glued on. Exactly. Now, uh, for a spruce tree, he uh, he would say. He said, "We would cut those last because they didn't hold their needles." <laughs> so that that would be. But even if somebody says, "Well, how about this spruce?" I right. think I'm just going to say, "Really holds its needles."
3: I picture you out there, earmuffs and a, and a red scarf right. and a jacket with some working gloves <laughs> and a cap. An cap, you know. Well, I mean, really. you you hey, need, you, hey. you have to, really I mean,
1: I'm going to have a shift Wednesday night. It's behind uh, uh, St. McLaren's there, mm-hmm. the little, it's lit, uh, the lit parking lot in back. It's got those electric lights. Right. right around and I, uh, and I, I think when you're working the lot,
3: you need the lingo. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't if really you want to move some product yeah, got to move you trees right, right.
1: and I don't know a lot about
3: uh, uh, Christmas trees mm-hmm.
1: but I think that's something to throw around. I think that's something to toss into a conversation.
3: Well it, plus if you you know you throw that line in there, you're out there working the lot and you sell to the Johnsons and then they go home and their neighbors say, man, is that a beautiful tree? Yeah, and
1: then they'll say Joe told us it really holds its needles.
3: right. So then the Murrays next door just run over to the, the lot and buy from you again. Uh, Norway pine. What about it? Uh, they me.
1: say that uh, the Fedorowski say they're not selling. Uh, they let most of those go to timber. And uh, uh, scotch pines... Um, uh, the mom of uh, uh, Stan Fedorowski, Inez, says the trunks are always crooked on a Scotch pine. Really? See, that's something else I could.
3: do. Well, you, I think you should take notes now. You got well, I'm gonna, several I, items. I, well,
1: I clipped this out of the paper. Oh, okay. And I'm going to keep it like this, and then somebody's going to ask me about something, and I'll <laughs> I'll go like this. Gonna,
3: you're going to go to your hip immediately. Right. Put that. Put yourself between the paper and the the purchaser. And then give me another line. Uh, I'm no, gonna they'll buy say, uh, they'll "How about say, that spruce?" No, uh, spruce. Tell me about that spruce. And then I, I was go like about that. Yeah. I go,
1: uh, <laughs> you know, we we oh, just cut this. We bring these into the lot last. You sure. Okay. Why? Well, they they don't hold their needles as long as others. But the 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 positive way to look at this, sir, is yes. this tree just arrived here.
3: So it's it's fresh. It's It's going to hold its needles through Christmas. Because you held off on cutting it. I see your logic, sir. I'll take two. Now ask me about... um, Tell me about the uh, balsam fir. And I'd go like this. Yeah, uh, just give me one selling point. Well, you
1: know, balsam smells the best. And they (sighs) really hold their needles.
3: (laughs) And I'd like you to tell me about the Frasier fir. at fir. Well, I want, you to, me. I want a... you to look at me the whole time. I don't want you to look at okay. your hip. Well, it's a hot tree right <laughs>
1: now. It's a very hot tree right now. You know, let me tell you something, too. Yes. The needles last forever on this tree.
3: So look, it's going to last a while. Absolutely. You and you know one.
1: what? This tree is a very nice fragrance.
3: Really? Oh, I very... thought you just told me the balsam's fir uh, has, has got quite a fragrance. Balsam?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you go back to your cheat. They. <laughs> they, they... They smell the best, and it's a tie for how long they hold their needles. With the uh, with the Fraser, uh, it's not as hot as Your lab tree-
3: experiments have told. That. No, I,
1: I would say it's not as hot a tree <laughs> as a Fraser. Oh, okay. Fraser is leaving the lot. We can't keep right. Frasers. You in want stock. them now?
3: You got to buy right you now.
1: You want a Fraser? I'd act tonight. Right. You're gonna take a you're gonna take a spruce out of here. Remember, we just got those. Right. And if you want a balsam, smell the best. Hold the needles. So I
3: got you covered. <laughs> well, I think we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and take one. Uh scotch. Uh, but you I didn't ask you should... me about a scotch. Oh, a scotch pine? Scotch I love pine. scotch pine, but give me a, I'd like to know. We I cut gotta... these first. Are you, these okay. are the
1: first trees to arrive from the woodlot. Because? Well, they hold their needles longer than all of the other ones I've told you that hold their needles.
3: Because if I'm going to spend this money, I need to go something back. 30 years ago, I would, say,
1: I would say something like, 30 years ago, this was your big seller." It's fallen off a little because you're, uh, I'm looking on my cheat sheet now. Right, right. Your Fraser fur is very hot right now, but 30 years ago, scotch is what people did. They went scotch like crazy. We sold them uh, like crazy. You know, you'll get a crooked trunk. You'll well, get a crooked if, trunk. You can get over the imperfect a, but trunk. Turn it. Turn it to get the oh, full effect. Okay. the full uh, effect. effect. Right,
3: right.
2: you can call them at 612-895-2440 for a free water analysis and estimate, or just check them out online at hoffermanwater.com, and please let them know that Garage Logic sent you.
1: We're uh, thinking that it would be fun if we
3: had, what were the rejected titles of some of the Bond movies? Sure, you know, they've come up uh, every three, four years, and we don't get uh, a process of what titles they reject. You've had some fancy Because your assumption would be that they go through a variety of names before they choose the correct name. Oh, I'm sure there's some marketing people that sit down and say, how can we attract more viewers Uh, to the new James Bond movie? These were the rejected James Bond movie titles because you asked for it. (laughs) Well,
1: these are the... uh, These are the movie titles for James Bond movies that they rejected. These were rejected. Well, I'll give you the name of the real one, and then I'll give you the rejected one. Okay. You Only Live Twice. That was what we saw on the screen. Okay. But in the meetings, it was You Only Miss Twice. (laughs) 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 That doesn't really... James Bondage 007, and then they finally said, no, let's go with James Bond. Let's stick with
3: right. Bond. James Bondage might get a little more. Now,
1: Goldfinger was the was the movie mm-hmm. that you saw on the screen, right? Yeah, a band But button. the rejected title was Coldfinger. Oh. See? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Jimmy the Spy never worked. Right. You it's know, how. That, <laughs> nor did Great, Bridges, Great Britain's Gadget Guy. That, no, that no. never worked. Fast cars and women they rejected that. You know. I don't know why that might work today. Yeah, you know. a man's flagrant disregard for Mother Earth—that that didn't catch right, on. That's... Right, that's the Cold War is over. Jimmy Bond,
3: <laughs> see that? That never caught. Up. <laughs> that's a pretty good one, though. It sounds like a yeah. the Cold War is over, comma. Jimmy in fact, there is a comment. Is there? I'm pointing to punctuation. That's right. You pay attention to the detail. <clears throat> huh?
1: Thunderball is what you knew it as on the screen,
3: <laughs> right? Yes. Well, the rejected title was Thunderbird. <laughs> it just—it wouldn't attract the masses.
1: <laughs> oh, have getting, a care! Oh, they're getting better. You knew it as. From Russia with Love. I remember it well. That's your final answer.
3: (laughs) Yes, final answer.
1: The rejected title was From Monica with Love.
3: Right. (laughs) So
1: now they there was a James Bond film called You Only Live Twice.
3: I don't That was what you knew it as. Yes.
1: The rejected title, You Only Came Twice. You know, you came over for dinner.
3: Right, yeah. Came over you came to the movies, you came to the 007
1: It only came twice Is that your final answer? That's my final answer, Regis (laughs) This was rejected Yes, another one 007 spells Lou upside down (laughs) Oh, thank you. Moonraker is what you knew it as on the screen. That was the one with Jaws. Yeah. Well, they kicked around a few titles. Right. And among the ones rejected was Moonmaker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I so. think I did see a uh, some of the uncut uh, edited version that he's going through the BMW and he's got his butt hanging out. Was it was Moonmaker. Moon. Right, Moonmaker. And they said, no, let's make it Moonraker. And then that's when they invented Jaws and changed
1: it. You knew the film as The Living Daylights. That was one of my favorites with yeah. Christopher Walken. Well, the rejected title was The Running Daylights. <laughs> see, they have running daylights on cars now. Right. Yeah. Casino Royale. Mm. The rejected title was Double Fudge Royale.
3: Double. <laughs> <laughs> so 00- I probably would have went to see that one right away. 007 Up was rejected. <laughs> so. That was when they were in their sponsorship phase.
1: Doctor No. You knew that on the screen as Doctor No. Yes. The rejected title was Doctor No means No. <laughs> See, <laughs> Doctor No. One of my favorites. No. Yes. You knew it as the Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, good movie. <laughs> yeah. The rejected title was the Guy Who Gloved Me.
3: I don't know what that means, but I can picture something in my mind.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so
3: can I. Thank you. The guy who loved me
1: like heaven above. This one I don't get. Double o seven eight nine. Oh, get it? 00789. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> now you knew. Uh, you knew her yes. as octopusy. I remember. I don't know if I can do this one. Yeah, you might really want to... Well, I don't know what it means, so I'm going to let it go because... Right. Ha, Show me later. Live and let die. That's how you knew it on the screen. Paul
3: McCartney sang... Live
1: the, and let die. Boom, doom, boom, doom, boom, boom, Right. It was going to be called... I was a little off-key there, wasn't I? <laughs> so was <laughs> I. I realized halfway into my drumming, boom. I was like, no, no, no. That was originally rejected as live and let bygones be bygones. So. <laughs> it's not very... Uh, uh, vengeful kiss the girls and make them cry that was rejected on her Majesty's secret service that was a title we knew in the sc- in the movie house I was unaware of that but there rejected was a title Connery. the rejected title was giving her majesty secret service <laughs> I' more than that giving her magic give never mind. Queen Betty. You knew two. it as Thunderball. Yes. But the rejected title was Thunderballs. So that was the rejected title. <laughs> you knew it in the, on the screen as The Man with the Golden Gun. Oh. Yeah, but the rejected was the title rejected? was The Man with the Golden One. You knew it as.
5: <laughs> the man with the golden one.
3: You knew it as. <laughs> that's funny. It's funny just depiction. <laughs> but, however, they rejected that and went that with was the man sure. with sure. the uh, with golden the, gun. That's
0: right.
1: <laughs> you knew it as for your eyes only. Oh, yeah. But the rejected title was. What was it? For your thighs only. <laughs> Don't snort. I'm sorry. <sighs> Diamonds Are Forever oh, is what a... the film you attended at the <clears throat> movie theater. <laughs> what? Uh... The rejected title. The man with
4: the golden.
1: The rejected title. <laughs> Herpes is forever. (laughs) All right, now,
3: come on now. Diamonds are forever. That's right. Herpes is what they went with. That's what they went with. License to Kill
1: is the movie you paid good money to see as opposed to bad money. Mm. And it was originally to be called License to Do Any Damn Thing You Want. Right? For Your Eyes Only, another rejected title. What? For You Guys Only. <laughs> Tomorrow Never Dies. That's what you paid money for. That was
3: a Roger Moore one, I think. That's
1: right. And that was reject. The rejected title was mm. The Leader Never Lies.
3: Right. I bet. I <laughs> bet. Well, you was that only, one for you guys only. I didn't say that one.
1: <laughs> you only live twice. Another rejected title for that one. You only winced twice. <laughs> <laughs> Heads up, money penny.
3: That yes.
1: Was, that was A View to a Kill was originally to be called A View to a Keyhole. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait no, a view to a kill, that was the Christopher Walken one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're on a blimp over Silicon right, Valley.
3: Right, That gave you uh, a high anxiety. Sure, I bet. it did.
1: Moonraker. Moonraker. <laughs> that oh, that's Moon River. Moonmaker. No, moon- and then they changed. Well, it right. To well, moon another River. another rejected title for Moonraker <clears throat> was Lawnraker.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but again, they just didn't feel it would attract the high uh, volume of crowds. That and then finally, another rejected
1: title is. All is forgiven if you sleep with the spy.
3: So, <laughs> What are your top favorites? Uh, well, I had a few in here, tonight. Right? I? I, why, why even go over them again? Well, that's true. Uh, but 007 spells Lou upside down isn't bad. One of my favorites is the man with the golden one. The man with the golden
1: one <laughs> is not bad. And for your thighs only isn't bad either. Right, that's either. funny. So they're all... Uh, uh, Smith outdid himself there, didn't? Well,
3: he? I, uh, I it's got to be worth maybe a best of Garage Logic CD for. Well, him I, him don't I don't know. I don't know if it's that,
1: you know. It's
3: uh, <laughs> but we minute. value his contribution, Dave. Dave? Oh, hey, Matt.
5: You're causing problems on the freeway here.
3: All right, so we'll stop now.
5: You're too funny. No. Oh. I'm serious. I'm sitting on a ramp trying to get onto 494. There's a guy next to me who's breaking down told total hysterics.
1: <laughs> and I'll be honest
5: with you, I wasn't listening to the show, but I typically do. So I thought it's got to be 1500. So I turned it on,
1: and I started almost
5: seeing my pants.
1: Ecofund Motorsports had the great surprise of a reverse supply chain problem, and they have a little more uh, inventory than they anticipated. They thought they wouldn't be getting new Bintelli e-bikes until April, but they got a great shipment, and they're extending the 10% off sale on Bintelli e-bikes for GLers until the end of October. Plus, they still have spots for winter heated storage of scooters and electric bikes starting at 240 bucks, which I think is a bargain because that includes a full spring tune-up and winterization. Pick up and drop off at your home in the Twin Cities area is available for a small fee. Great recreational equipment at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. But before winter sets in, take advantage of that great deal. 10% off their already great prices on Bintelli e-bikes at EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Researchers have found a genetic condition which accounts for the extraordinary movement of these uh, Kurdish siblings. And it could provide invaluable information on how humans evolved from a four-legged hominid into a creature walking on two feet. Hmm. Just to think, in the year 2006, there's still some, you know, on on the deal, all fours. Two of the daughters and a son... Have only ever walked on two palms and two feet, but another son and daughter sometimes manage to walk upright. Did they miss the did a they miss no. the lesson I, I, here?
3: They say it's not a scam.
1: I I saw it. I went and looked at the pictures and everything.
3: I, I see them
1: What is there a large a school of Turkish humor that I'm missing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I see him with the Dallas Cowboys Tony Dorset jersey, you know, like an old shirt or something well, where they take the shoes up. We got more people coming by with cameras and no, go, no, oh, no
1: no no
8: no 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 they
1: got the they got the folk garb on. I saw the deal.
3: <laughs> the caveman hairdo and well, kind of <laughs> the phone rolled up. There. Yeah, they got this like a <laughs> The
1: five can stand upright, but only for a short time with both knees and head flexed. Their remarkable story is told in a television documentary to be screened next week, which shows scientists studying their movement, but also their struggle to fit in with modern society. That would be a like driving. it Would be a, a a detriment, wouldn't it? Yes. You know, you're at the mall and you look down and there's.
3: They bat, You're trying to back out. I didn't even see him. I didn't.
1: <laughs> He's crawling. <laughs> what modern society would. This would be one of the first, uh, you would think, rules of thumb. Right, walk. <laughs> you know, somebody
3: didn't lean. Like, hey, 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 you don't have to do all fours anymore. That's what what was day. what
1: was mom doing? How about you know, at the age of two, didn't anybody get alarmed that they're crawling still? <laughs> three, I'll give you three. Right, come on, take it to three. Program. Professor Nicholas Humphrey, evolutionary psychologist at the London School of Economics, visited the family twice. He said, it's amazing as an example of a strange aberration of human development. But their interest is how they can live in the modern world. I just, well, all, I, saw all I needed walking, was, yeah. you know, walking right, like bears. Exactly. And I thought I needed to. Their mother and father, who are closely related which means uh, oh. that's
3: kind of a bad okay, deal. Okay, yeah. you don't want that.
1: Are believed to have handed down a unique combination of genes which result in this behavior. Some researchers argue the genetic fault has caused the brothers and sisters to regress to a form of backward evolution. They're going the other way. Oh, no, Others believe it has led to brain damage, which has allowed them to develop the walk. Rather than walking on their knuckles like gorillas or chimpanzees, They walk on the palms of their hands with their fingers spread upwards. Upwards? Like
3: this. Okay. Yeah. Oh, like that.
1: Scientists believe this may be the way hominids, so hominids like the balls
3: of your the balls of your feet or your feet would be the equivalent to your, you know, the upper portion of We're your talking palm.
1: about the hand here. Right. But We're I'm talking saying, about the hand. Yeah. Pay attention to the hand, because I ain't listening to you. Yeah. Rather than walking on their knuckles like chimps, they walk on the palms of their hands right. with their fingers spread upwards. Scientists believe this may be the way hominids moved to protect their fingers from more delicate movements. Like, you know, food gathering things. Humphrey said he thought the family had reverted to an instinctive form of behavior encoded deep in the brain but abandoned during evolution. Just yeah. a minute. Just a minute. Go ahead and say it, Tom, but you ought to be ashamed of yourself.
4: Well, come on, Joe. Those would be great hunting companions for Cheney. You know, they kind of low profile. The odds of them getting shot aren't
1: very good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> way
1: down. Huh? huh? No, you're right. <sighs> Great hunting companions for Cheney. <laughs>
8: hey, get me some of those hominids. <laughs> Where are of course we? it
1: becomes Patrick, right, does Pat, well, And then hunter. Cheney's he's arms got shorter. <laughs> get me he's some hominids.
3: A alligator arm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Why isn't this show on television?
3: Oh, we need a camera. Because in there.
1: this is funny. Right, right here. Right here. I, how you doing? Just this deal. How
8: are they? Where
1: are they? <laughs>
0: if I had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars.
1: Where was I?
3: Uh, up. Their fingers are up. Hominids.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, and this uh, this could be a behavior encoded in the brain, but apparently abandoned uh, by virtually everyone except this family.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, the professor said, I do not think they were destined to be quadrupeds by their genes, but their unique genetic makeup allowed them to be. It has produced an extraordinary window on our past. It is physically possible, which no one would have guessed from the modern human skeleton. Study of their hands has shown they are heavily calloused and have been walking like this for years. Professor Humphrey said, however they arrived at this point, we have adult human beings walking like ancestors several million years ago. Hmm. Man. The five siblings spend most of their time sitting outside the family's basic rural home. However, one brother Travels to the local village. Okay. No, I, I just
3: really find it. Travels to the local village.
1: I, I, the cartoon bubbles That's are so... That's what I've got. I've got just, I just can't stop the film from running in my head. One brother travels to the local village where he engages in interactions with people. It gets
0: worse.
4: <laughs> Doing what?
1: No, it says... Uh,
3: Selling stocks? <laughs>
1: Don't snort. No. If you snort, I come in there, I'll break your neck. The documentary to be shown on BBC Two on Friday, mm. March 17th, <laughs> is called The Family That Walks on All Fours. I mean,
3: why, uh, why make it?
1: Well, that, you're right. I mean, it's not complicated, is it? They cut right to the chase.
3: What are you gonna call this uh, deal here? Well, like we got it. We
1: deal. got an idea for that. We, we're gonna. We have that. We're gonna call it the family that walks on all fours. Oh, okay. Run with it. Go ahead. I need a tissue. But the one brother, you know. He goes into the village. I'm gonna
3: run into town. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. And he comes home, and they go,
1: oh, "Would you?" <laughs> hey,
3: did you grab some? Skin <laughs>
0: oh. oh, you get beef.
1: But because i mean he's the hero of the family they uh he walks. they rely on him
3: well he could uh he maybe could. when he
1: gets into town he occasionally stands
3: what are they doing now in town they kind of they probably grill him what are they doing now uh,
1: Boy, that's a tough date to the prom, though, isn't it? Sheesh. Oh. Yeah. Oh,
3: that's a sheesh. That's right a- there is an official. Sheesh. Scott? Joe. What? Come on,
4: question. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is do, it? Do they walk forwards or backwards? <laughs>
1: Rick?
5: Yes. Uh, good afternoon, Mayor. Hello. Uh, I'm, I almost about to put me on hold again. Uh,
1: I think it gets pretty cold in, in uh, Turkey. Uh, I'd be willing to bet they go through a lot of the in the wintertime. Oh, my Where do you clip them? Hey, I'd like you to meet cousin Eddie. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> <Cousin>. uh, <laughs> has he got a plate in his head? No, he's just uh, he's got a backwards evolution deal going. Uh... He thinks he's a ham on internet.
3: How oh she seem see him at the 4th of July
0: <laughs> 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 oh god help me
3: <clears throat> oh. Oh. he never lost a race <laughs>
1: The one guy's got the hat on, you know, the round, like, Shriner's hat.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Look at him, he doesn't even need a grocery cart to come.
1: Just a minute. Okay. Just a minute. Here they are. Go to Drudge.
3: Got him on drudge?
1: Go to drudge. See him coming down the street? You see it? <laughs>
2: Egan, and please let them know that you heard about him on the Garage Logic podcast. Would
1: you uh, uh, tell me why we need to talk to Bobby?
3: Uh, I put him on hold. It was a uh, it was a uh, drive off story in uh, oh, Bobby? Frederick, Wisconsin. Yeah,
1: Bobby, go ahead, please. Hey, Joe. Hi.
8: Hey, I was the first ever uh, drive off in Frederick, Wisconsin here, pretty recently.
1: You you uh you drove off without paying?
8: Uh well, let's put it this way, I stop in there frequently and uh get my supplies and my lotto and pay for my gas and then I usually go out and pump my gas and I leave. huh. Well, I I did what I thought I normally do and I went back the next day and there stood the manager with some money in his hand and Told me uh, the first drive off that prepaid his gas and didn't pump it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that's
8: wonderful. a reverse drive off. It's a reverse drive off.
3: Great story.
8: Hey, hey, yeah. I, I think I should get a ray of hope, and then I'm going to go back to fishing here. I'm out on Bowen Lake over here by Falls. So. Uh,
1: I'm going to give yeah. you that right here. You hang on the line. Here it comes. Just a minute. Thank I, you, sir. I can't find it. Just a minute. I'm going to get it, though, pal, because if anybody <laughs> deserves it, it's you.
8: Here's today's ray of hope. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Oh. Save that.
1: Save that call. Yeah. I got you. Flag it right. What was his name? Uh, Bobby. 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 Get that call. I want to hear it again. I didn't think it was going that, to end I that I didn't way. think it was ending that no, way. I, I actually either. told Rook, put your finger on the button. Yeah, this isn't going to end that well. That was fantastic. <laughs> he was a reverse Yeah, yeah. Uh, Add some money for me the next day. I, I prepaid and drove off, and I didn't pay. I didn't pump the gas. Yeah, you could tell he'd been fishing all afternoon, oh, too. Oh, that is
8: fantastic. Don't lose that call. No, sir. This is Patrick Gracie for The Canopy Group. Your kids are back in school and when they get home, they do their homework or they're supposed to do their homework. Why don't you do your homework? You have been with that same home and auto insurance company that has only one agent who represents only one insurance company for years. You deserve options. Let's face it, your insurance needs change as the years go by. Insurance companies' rates certainly change as the years go by. That is why the Canopy Group provides you with 16 options, not one, 16. Don't tell your kids, but you can outsource your homework to the Canopy Group. They will teach you how they find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only today, but each and every year. Contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com
2: and let them do the homework for you. i certainly hope that you have enjoyed this best of garage logic podcast episode uh, thank you so much for tuning in and don't forget to please download the pod app for your smart device and join the thousands of garage logic fans that have subscribed to the garage logic youtube channel we're putting up a ton of content on youtube and we thank all of you that have uh, liked and subscribed and please don't forget to follow us on our various social media platforms facebook instagram twitter all sorts of channels for you to find and also i'd like to take a moment to thank all of you glers that have emailed me personally on the uh, loss of my grandmother you have no idea how much that meant Uh, she was the salt of the earth and the greatest woman I've ever met, and uh, she will be missed. So thank you so much, Gielers. That truly, truly meant a lot. And uh, we'll catch you on Monday. He is the man of the hour, and he's back with us once again here in Garage Logic. He's Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold. GLers, pick up that phone and make that call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation. Yes, I said free, and you do that just like I did by calling 952-925-5608. You call that number, and you get Josh. You also get straight talk. You never get sugar-coated advice. Josh is on the line with us again, and Josh, he's
9: back. How do you like that? And it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's Trump media. I do not believe this is what the senators and congresspeople who are going after Facebook, Google, Apple, and Amazon really wanted when they were talking for more competition. I'm sure that they were looking to quiet a lot of conservative voices. Part of a SPAC, a special purpose acquisition company that debuted earlier under the ticker symbol, DWAC. Today, one hot doc with trading halted a few times the stock yesterday closed at $10 a share, which is typically the opening price for most of the special purpose acquisition companies, and open trading today at $12.50. The deal with Trump media was announced, stock getting as high as $25 a share, but it was not a straight climb. Not a lot of shares outstanding, which adds to the demand for a piece of Donald Trump. And I'm sure going forward, this particular SPAC is going to be a little bit volatile and is definitely not for the faint of heart. In other news, better than expected corporate earnings coming from a diverse group of companies that has been reporting. We've had Tesla beating top line and bottom line. Analysts like especially was the margins that Tesla is now generating on the sales of their cars at 30.5%. That's on a gross basis and that does include some of the carbon credits that Tesla gets. Very interesting company, not a company that I have owned is a little bit volatile and very expensive by most measures. Netflix has reported their stock dipped a little bit as subscriber growth it was not up to expectations. Netflix continues to move ahead as it closes in on a new high and attract continued upgrades and overweight ratings. Netflix has continued to be despite all the competition a winner in the streaming space. Little Croc, still a big Big earnings parade. Then we have Union Pacific Railroad. Again, a better than expected report. Union Pacific has seen volumes increase, which is a plus when moving into the supply chain. And they do have pricing power, something that I continue to emphasize with you as earnings come through. Listen to what people say about supply chain. Listen to how the guidance on increased input costs and how that's going to affect margins for companies. And bear in mind when a company says, We've got pricing power that
2: gives them a leg up. Excellent report, as always, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. In these volatile times, you need that 48-minute financial consultation now. Call Josh at 952- You're going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you again next week.
9: You got it. Thanks, Chris.
2: Investment Advisor Services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC. A registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future
1: results. All investments involve risk.